0: Welcome, 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 Connection crew. Welcome to another edition of PwC Connections, the podcast.
1: podcast.
0: I'll be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson, and joining me?
1: Courtney Lucas.
0: Courtney. Hey, Lamont. Welcome back.
1: Thank you. It's been a while. I
0: know. It's good to have you in the bucket. (laughs) Thank you. Glad we could get you back in here before we close out 2019. I'm
1: happy to be here.
0: We have a, a special guest with us also in the bucket. No stranger. This is his second time. Uh, on the podcast, our general manager, Mr. David Trago. How are you doing, Mr. Trago?
2: I'm doing fine. I'm
0: fine. Okay. Okay. So, any uh, before we get into what today's topic is, uh, hopefully everyone is already done their holiday shopping,
2: <clears throat>
0: already ready for the new year. <clears throat> well, if not, we're no, going to talk not about... At some things that are coming up for the future, and uh, everyone is always talking about spending. We're going to talk a little bit about savings, and we're talking the power supply contract yeah, today. The
1: power supply contracts. Okay, so we're going to talk power supply contract. Right. Um, some people may have heard a little bit about this, but Mr. Trago is going to break it on down. Okay. He's the expert. Oh no! Apart from that, <laughs> he's the expert. So he's going to help us, yeah. Mr. Trago. Can you give us some background on this?
2: Sure. Uh, as most of our customers know we are a full requirements customer of duke we buy wholesale power from duke and then we distribute it to the to our customers we have a contract with duke that we signed uh that was effective starting in 2012 and that contract has the ability to run all the way through 2042 okay so that gives us some stability as far as our power supply which is a good thing right but we when we negotiated that contract we have a couple of off ramps. That means that we could take a look at the market. And if we don't think that that agreement is meeting our needs or our customers Mm -hmm. needs, we could give Duke notice that we want to cancel. Okay. And that's a one way notice. Duke can't cancel only we can cancel. So we have one of these dates coming up and it's actually in 2024 and uh, our commissioners, and this has been a two year process, believe it or not. Yeah. It's, energy markets are very volatile and they're Mm -hmm. very dynamic so it takes a while to analyze them but two years ago our commissioners uh told senior staff myself that they wanted to take a look at all of the different options before they made a decision whether or not they wanted to continue on the duke contract or go out for bid for a new supplier okay Mm -hmm. and that's a big thing as you know uh, our power supply contract is our biggest single expense it's over 150 million dollars a year so it's something that we really took seriously so over that two-year period, we did. We took a look at the market with our consultant. Our consultant contacted potential suppliers and got indicative pricing. And indicative pricing, for those uh, out there, is not a bid, but you ask them, what would the pricing be if you bid? Okay. Because we didn't do a formal process, but that gives you the ability to compare all of the options. And what we compared the various options to, and we eliminated some options, by the way, for example, one of the options could have been, we could have built a brand new power plant oh, okay. to supply everything, <laughs> but that costs about a half a billion dollars. So mm-hmm. we took that option off the table.
0: And I would imagine it takes a while. It ta-
2: and Well, that's why we started the process, t- uh, you know, this early, even though the contract doesn't end until 2024, because if that was a viable option, that takes four or five years to do. So you have to start this process early. So... So what we did was we did the analysis but what we found out very early was that the current terms of our Duke contract was not in the money. That meant that there were other options out there that were a lot less. Okay. So we went to our commissioners and we asked our commissioners, "Okay, what do you want us to do?" And basically they said, "Look, you know, we're ready to go out with a new bid, but why don't you contact Duke and see if they can amend the agreement because we have a long-term relationship with Duke." Uh, and there's certain advantages in having Duke be our supplier because they're local here mm-hmm. in North Carolina and you're not transporting power from Florida or New York to here. So so we contacted Duke and we said, hey, looks like we're going to be canceling the agreement unless, uh, you know, you come to the table, with to some the amendments. table. <laughs> and, and, and 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 to their benefit, they they made us an offer. They weren't aware of the other offer. So it was kind of blind. They had mm-hmm. no idea what the target was.
0: Yeah. I was thinking price match.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that would have been easy, but we wouldn't have accepted that because okay. our commissioners want to make sure that they do their fiduciary responsibility and get the lowest price and the best deal. And that's, a, and that's an important piece because it's not just price. It has to do with risks. Okay. And I'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. But after everything was done, the commissioners in, in April made the decision that Duke gave us the best overall option with the amendments, and when you compare the amendment, the amended contract to our old contract, uh, it saves our customers on a net present value basis three hundred and thirteen million dollars. Ooh,
1: that's a big number. It was it's a good
2: number. It, it was, and uh, uh, but I like to go back to uh, you know the other part of it. There were other factors other than price because there were some options out there that were very close to Duke's price. You know, they could have offered our customers the same savings, mm-hmm. but they had higher risks. Mm. Some of them were having supply that was out of state.
1: Okay. Some of them
2: was, okay, we'll give you power, but it's from this power plant. And that plant was supplied only by natural gas. So I if natural see. gas prices go up, our price goes up. Mm-hmm.
0: Right?
2: Other places like Duke said, hey, we have natural gas, we have coal, we have nuclear, we have solar. So that diversity lowers risks. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was an important thing for us too. And also for our customers, reliability of delivery was very important, so that figured into the uh, into the analysis as well. And with Duke, contractually, we have been able to negotiate what's called native load status, and what that means for our customers is Duke treats PwC as a wholesale customer, just like they treat their own retail customers. Oh, okay. So let's say, for example, we have a real hot day, and and this has happened a couple times where they may have to cut back load or have to do rolling blackouts. Mm-hmm. We're last on the list. Got We're not it. first on the list. Got it. So that that level of reliability also figured into the decision that the commissioners made that the Duke offer was the best thing overall. So it, it maintains our status and reliability, it has low risks, and it offers over $313 million in savings. That, that was a pretty good deal.
1: I think good, so. Three and what about million. the um, Butler-Warner
2: generation plant piece? That, that does play into that. Um, part of the deal was that we have to keep the Warner operating, and Duke has the ability to call that plant for 75 hours a year to operate, and that's part of the savings that we get. Making mm-hmm. that plant available to them um, gives us some of those savings. So what that does is it keeps the plant open, mm-hmm. keeps the jobs here, Great, and uh, that plant, which was built in the 1970s, continues to pay dividends for our customers. That's great. Wow.
1: so what are, what of our um, what have our commissioners said about this process?
2: Well, it that a, that they really took it to heart that they had a real fiduciary responsibility mm-hmm. under our charter to take a look at these options for our for our customers. so they they were involved right from the start. We had, I believe, four closed sessions where we discussed the options with with the commissioners. Mm-hmm. And we did it in closed session because you don't want to disclose who the competitors might be or yeah, the pricing. So under North Carolina statute, it's it's legal to have those in closed session. So we had a number of closed sessions with the uh, commissioners. And while they didn't vote on, any, on anything, they gave us some direction on what they would like to see, right. options, questions that they had, and then we would get those answered and come back to them again. So when we came to making the, making the decision to try to negotiate with Duke back in April, they had all the information that they needed to make an informed decision on behalf of our customers. And then starting in April up until basically a month ago, we were negotiating with Duke on the language in the contract. So it took that long Uh to get the final version of the contract. But, um, but what we have is something that's really, really, really positive for, uh, for our customers. Now, I know what the next question is going to be. What is the next question? Okay, it's going to be, when will our customers see those savings?
1: (laughs) Please get out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) How did you do that? Well, it's a logical
2: question. Um, Uh Fortunately, uh, our our commissioners take a look at electric rates and water and sewer rates in alternate years, so every two years. Just so happens that this year is an electric rate year. So we will start reviewing with our commissioners uh, in January what the rates will be starting next May. So obviously, we know that we have this contract signed. It's not final yet because it has to go through the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission for approval, but both us and Duke have agreed to it. So we anticipate that FERC will approve it. But before our rates go into effect in May, we we will know that it is approved, and we're assuming that it's going to be. So we are figuring in those savings Mm -hmm. into the rate discussions that we're going to have with the commissioners. So Great. we don't know what the final numbers are, but you know we're anticipating that we'll be able to pass on those savings to our customers and, and actually reduce their rates going forward. Now, again, that three hundred thirteen million is net present value. That's spread out between now and twenty forty two, yeah. right? And the amount of the savings each year changes a little bit. So you know, customers aren't going to see you know zero. <laughs> windfall, yeah. yeah. Well, it, but but we think what we'll be able to do is provide them long term stability. And rates that are very competitive, and they will definitely be lower than they otherwise would have been.
0: Great. So would this contract not need to be revisited until maybe around like twenty thirty eight? Well,
2: here here's here's another bit of good news. Okay. Uh, we were able to negotiate with Duke in this amendment that we can take another look at it in twenty thirty two mm-hmm. because electric markets can change. Right. All it takes For is sure. you know uh, natural gas prices to spike or the dynamics to change or You know the federal government changed one law that changes the entire market so we wanted the ability to again to have another one of those off ramps that we could take a look at the market and say okay is this still a good deal for our customers or do we need to back out and maybe renegotiate it again Mm -hmm. so we have the ability uh in 2032 to to get out of the agreement again
0: that's good negotiating because that's one of the things (laughs) i was thinking about that over time so much could change between now and 2042 and uh the contract for that was on hand was going to end in 2024 but i see you guys got to it early yeah so i was thinking again would it be another you know few years out but no they've already thought about it and
2: well that's good for our customers it it gives us the opportunity to just make sure that what we negotiate now that looks great Mm -hmm. is going to continue to be competitive for our customers and meet our customers needs in the long term so it provides us Stability, because we could stay in the agreement to 2042, Right. or if things change, we we can go get out ten years early and renegotiate. Yeah.
1: 2042 is my retirement year. Mm. <laughs> that seems so far away. Yeah.
0: You know, what if this podcast is still going? <laughs> it, might, it might be. Uh,
2: you know, and there's a couple of other small things in the negotiations uh, above and beyond savings that are positives for our customers. Um, for example, we were able to negotiate in the customer uh, in the agreement. That we could do more programs with our customers for conservation. Mm. We had some limitations in the other agreement that we didn't necessarily like. So we were able to negotiate those out and have more flexibility to do stuff with our customers. I mean, we currently offer, you know, we have the Smart Thermostat yeah, program, that's very we popular. have the, you know, we have the uh, Energy Star Appliance mm-hmm. Program, but this enables us to even do a little bit more with our customers with regards to being able to uh, change. And and really that's important because as our customers know we've changed the time of use rates. Mm-hmm. And some of the restrictions that we had in the agreement made it a little, little bit harder to have programs that were specific to time of oh, use okay. rates. So this gives us more flexibility to help customers manage their costs during the on-peak That's periods. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Does uh,
0: does the uh, the recently opened solar farm somehow kind of help us out as well, or kind of tie into giving us a price break with this this new contract?
2: Well, it's not necessarily directly tied to the contract because that solar farm is part of our renewable energy standards uh, requirements under the state of North Carolina. So those are already separ- separated out, even in the old agreement, that okay. if we're doing something like that for compliance, right. we're allowed to do it. But it is part of our the overall philosophy of this commission to try to take a look at things that can reduce the cost for our customers. Right. So obviously this contract, those savings, having... The, the solar farm with the battery mm-hmm. has the potential to save our customers some dollars. So, so again, they're taking a very holistic look on how we can maintain our competitiveness and have good rates for our customers, but still not impact reliability.
1: I think that's great news. <laughs> okay. So Mr. Trago, we are going into a new year, a new decade. Do you have any thoughts on 2019 as it relates to PwC? Anything you want to say about this year in the books?
2: Well, you know, it, it's been a you know, on a day to day basis, things seem to think you, you look at it and you say, oh, things are going slow, mm-hmm. but a lot of things happened this year, like you mentioned the solar farm. Yeah. I mean, that that was something that that we uh, that we did. We do have a new power supply contract. Uh, uh, PwC has been recognized by uh, by our industry peers as being one of the best run. Electric and water and utilities water, right. in the country, and and and, and that and, and that's real and that's real good news. And mm-hmm. again, we don't do things here to win awards, right? But it's good to be recognized to know that how you are operating compared to your peers, that we are the best in class, and that's something that our, our customers can can really rely on, and that and that's great. And good news, knock on the knock wood. On wood. We avoided a hurricane this year. Yes, we did. So. We
1: are yeah. all grateful. Yes, uh, so, so <laughs> sometimes
2: it's not what happens, but what doesn't happen that's like a it. positive. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it was a very good year in 2019, and we're looking for a wonderful year in 2020.
1: Yeah, Lamont and I will do a a year in review podcast. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. coming up here in the next few days, um, we'll hit on some of the great things and.
2: Well, well, don't forget to mention, you know, uh, you know, we hosted the, uh, uh, yeah, the rodeo this the year. Nick Games so that, rodeo, yeah, the Nick Rodeo, the wow. debut
1: of time of use. I mean, there, there are a lot of things. Ago. And so, the news there yeah.
2: on time of use, uh, you know, as we close is very good, too. I mean, what we thought would happen with time of use rates. And, and I think I mentioned this in the other podcast mm-hmm. that we actually budgeted that our revenues would go down because of time of use rates because we knew our customers would conserve and yeah. make those choices mm-hmm. and we provided things like the smart thermostat program to help them we're, we're seeing that across the board mm-hmm. we're seeing roughly our customers have switched five percent of their electric usage from on peak to that's off peak. wonderful so that's good for us because it reduces the bill that we have to pay mm-hmm. due, right and it also saves them on their bills so it's a win-win situation so if you take you know you take that and the and like we're talking about the power supply contract things are looking up for our customers and being able to have tools to manage their electric bills and also, you know, make sure that from our perspective, we're offering our customers the lowest rates that we can.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Yeah. Well said. All right. Before we wrap it up, anything on the new year's resolution list? (laughs) I don't do them. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um, So when I do my laundry, Mm -hmm. I'm really good at moving from washing machine to the dryer. I am not great at folding and putting away. Mm So my New Year's resolution will be to fold the clothes, put them on hangers. Right. Don't just leave them in the chair. Okay. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: All right. I'm going
1: to do better in 2020.
2: How about you, Lamar?
0: I think uh, I just want to be more about action. I, I've accumulated a bunch of ideas over this past year that I haven't put into action. So I want to use this upcoming year, to start checking those things off. And I've already accumulated the list, so it won't be hard to uh, see what it is to work at. Okay. And you said you, you, you're you not making it. No, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I won't say old enough. I am
2: mature <laughs> enough to know, don't make them. <laughs>
0: Well, that may be what we need to learn. Right. You we'll know. get there. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate the time. And uh, speaking out, what happened with the power supply contract? Hopefully, everybody got a little bit more insight. Courtney, anything you want to leave us with?
1: There's more information about the power supply contract on our website.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And our website, www.faypwc.com. That's faypwc.com is the website. FAYPWC is the handle for our social media, Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, all those good things. Can
2: I say one more thing? Of course. I want to make a, a, a final pitch. Our, uh, I know you've talked about our community solar, mm-hmm. but we are rapidly closing out. Uh, I mean, our subscriptions are coming I in saw fast the email appearance. not too long
1: ago. They're yeah. going.
2: So if, if customers yeah. are interested while they're on the website, checking mm-hmm. out the power supply right next to it is, uh, is community solar right. and the ability That's to, uh, you know, to sign up for that. So again, another way for our customers to save and get involved in sustainable energy Absolutely. and, uh, So uh, sign up now or or you'll be on the waiting list, which is okay. but sign up now.
0: (laughs) You can do that through our online account manager, which is available through our new mobile app. That's right. Online account manager available in your mobile device. All right. So thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you will continue to be a part of the connection crew. We're getting out of the bucket now. Have a great Christmas and we'll see you in the new year. Take care.